Hi, I'm Rabbi Yisrael Bernath, and welcome to my Daily Torah Thoughts. This is the third in this special series on fate and destiny. Today we're going to talk about free choice. One of the most powerful books of the 20th century was Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. In the book, he described something very powerful. He says, We who lived in concentration camps can remember the men who walked through the hut comforting others, giving away their last piece of bread. They may have been few in number, but they offer sufficient proof, he says, that everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. Frankl's unforgettable point is that even in the depths of hell in Auschwitz, he still possessed the capacity to choose. The Nazis had robbed him of his physical freedom by putting him in a camp. They had robbed him of joy by murdering his closest relatives. They had robbed him of his uniqueness by reducing him to the number tattooed on his arm. But one freedom they could never take away from him was the freedom to choose how he would react to the humiliations and to the horrors being visited upon him. I'll quote his words one more time. He says, Everything can be taken away from man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. That a Jewish prisoner in a Nazi death camp can still claim to be free is the ultimate testament to our ability to write our own scripts. No one can force another person to forfeit his or her own destiny. You might wonder how this concept is relevant today. Sitting in a comfortable chair at second cup, sipping a half and half, what does this have to do with your day-to-day life? You're not shackled in chains, murderous tyrants haven't imprisoned you, and every time you fire up your internet browser, you're presented with an abundance of options and opportunities. The truth is that exercising our freedom to choose and understanding the full implications of this freedom remains a profound challenge for many of us, This idea of choice is often misunderstood. The Talmud maintains that 40 days before a child is born, an angel announces whether it will be a female or a male, whether it will be rich or poor, to whom she or he will be married, and how long the child will live. Isn't this a contradiction? In fact, this is the Talmud's way of saying that the choice left to us humans is limited. No one consults us on whether we wish to be born, or whom we're born to, what gender we're going to be, and what socioeconomic status we prefer our parents to have. We have no say in any of these things, which determine so much else in our lives. But Jewish values insist that we always have a choice in the most important thing of all, and that is whether to be good or bad. Everything else pales in comparison. Does it really make a difference if you're a street cleaner or the Prime Minister of Canada? If, as Prime Minister, you're arrested because you accept a bribe? Would you not have been better 
off as an honest sanitation worker, whom you marry is a major choice in life. But how you decide to treat your spouse is a much bigger determinant of whether the two of you will be happy together. You see, your moral choices determine your character. Your sign on the zodiac is irrelevant. No one can make you do something that you don't want to do. And if you want to do good, the choice is in your power. And the same thing if you want to lead a selfish life, no one can stop you. By freedom of choice, Judaism means something very powerful. It means the capacity to exercise moral choice. Jewish values say that whereas people don't necessarily have the choice to do everything they wish, we cannot choose to be as tall as a giraffe or become a pumpkin. But we do have the choice of how to be. To complain or to be content. To hoard or to be generous and hospitable. To be good or evil. There are no excuses. What you become is entirely in your hands. We'll continue this tomorrow by talking about Bashert. But for now, I'm Rabbi Yisrael Bernath. This is my Daily Torah Thought. Have a fantastic day. Hi, Rabbi Bernath here. I have some great news for you. My popular four-week course, Kabbalah for Everyone, is available right now for free for the next 50 people who download it. All you have to do is go to www.theloverabbi.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and you're going to see the download button right there. In this course, I talk about the Kabbalistic secrets to relationships, to wealth, to happiness and balance. This special offer has been dedicated in loving memory of Ellie Dorfman. I look forward to hearing from you and hope you enjoy the course. Now on to today's episode.